Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 795 of AskPad. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Paul, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is Vistaprint. Vistaprint, I love them. I've used them before. I print out business cards, Christmas cards. You know, they empower you to design affordable custom marketing materials for all of your business needs. And now they're offering Ask Pat listeners 500 business cards for just $9.99. That's up to 50% savings over regular site pricing. So I know you're all going to a lot of conferences and stuff this year. People still hand out business cards, and so don't be left out. Go to vistaprint.com, design your custom business cards today, and enter my code PAT at checkout. That's P-A-T-PAT. This is your last chance to get that professional look on any budget, so don't wait. Go to vistaprint.com and uh, use the code PAT. All right, now let's get to today's question from Paul. Hi, Pat. This is Paul from PhotographyTV.com. My question is actually a follow-up to an SPI podcast session 162 that I just listened to in which your guest, Nick, had a successful product launch, over $130,000 at his launch. And my question is around the strategy he used of an open cart uh, where the product launch had the product available just for a set period of time and then closed it down. I just wanted to get your thoughts on If you do a course or a product launch, should you do the open cart strategy or more just go evergreen right from the start? Uh, Pros and cons to each. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Cheers. Take care. Thanks for answering the question. Hey, Paul. Thank you so much for the question. A uh, link reminder for everybody out there listening. This is about uh, Nick Stevenson, a first-timer's $130,208 product launch. You can find that particular episode at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 162. And that was a great episode. That was somebody who had listened to my show and had listened to an episode with David Seitman Garland, who was talking about creating awesome online courses. He took action, and uh, by the time his product launch rolled around, he just was absolutely crushing it. So this question is related to whether or not one should have their cart go through an open-close phase, and I'll talk about the pros and cons of that, or have it be open for good without having the cart close and the pros and cons of that. Now, you might be able to think of some in your head right now for those of you listening. To open and close it, you get to take advantage of scarcity. And by scarcity, I mean the fear of missing out. So the open-close sequence, when it's open, you can make a huge deal out of it. You make a big event out of it. That also gives you a good opportunity within the year to send more emails than normal, to... Uh, reach out to JVs or joint venture partnerships and to have everybody just make a big deal out of it and and create a lot of excitement around that date. And then also during that launch period to remind people when the card is closing and when people realize that they would potentially miss out on something, whether that is a deal or a bonus that's going away as soon as a particular date hits, then uh, they're going to be more likely to take action, especially for those of the, uh, the the people who are in your audience that are on the fence. So that's one of the huge benefits and why that works so well, the launch sequence. And a lot of people use things like the three-video launch series as 
uh, sort of made famous by Jeff Walker in the uh, product launch formula, or PLF, you may have heard of before. We actually spoke with Amy Porterfield, who uses that strategy, and uh, she and I had a great chat about that in episode 137 of the Smart Passive Income podcast, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 137, if you want to listen to hear how one could produce those videos that lead up to an open launch and then making a big deal out of it and then closing the cart. Uh, the disadvantage to doing it that way is that it's definitely not passive, that's for sure. There's a ton of moving parts involved, a ton of other people that need to be involved to make everything run smoothly. And of course, if it doesn't run smoothly, that's kind of a lost opportunity. So you got to make sure it's done right. And in terms of income, the other big thing about the open-close sequence is that uh, when it's closed, you're not making any money. So in order to make more money, you have to go through this process again. But you learn a lot from the first one that you can incorporate into the second one and so on and so on and so on. A lot of people who have done these several times have learned from a lot of mistakes that they've made. And you have to make those mistakes. You're never going to be perfect the first time around when you do this. But the more you do it, the better you become and the more money you can generate and the more proof that you have that your product will sell, which in turn allows you to connect with even more people who will want to get in front of uh, you, who will want to put this product in front of their audience as, a, as an affiliate, for example. So that's one side of the spectrum. On the other side of the spectrum, you can keep your product open for good. And the cool thing about that is, of course, you are generating an income as long as that product is out there, as long as people are seeing that product. And it's mostly automated. It's kind of set it and I don't want to say set it and forget it because you never want to just forget the things that you put up. Uh, that almost makes it seem like you never have to pay attention to it again. No, that's not true. Even with the always open format, you still need to pay attention to numbers and want to optimize and whatnot. So it's not a set it and forget it kind of thing, but you set it up there and then you can focus on driving traffic to it. You can pay for advertising to come and see what this is all about. And you're able to generate an income throughout the year as you are doing this instead of uh, in big chunks throughout the year. Now, the downsides of this are you don't necessarily get to take as much advantage of scarcity as you would with the closing of the cart because the closing of the cart is the act of, uh, you know, well, this thing's not going to be here anymore. So that doesn't get incorporated into the always open strategy. However, you can still inject in a, a little bit of scarcity by offering bonuses that uh, almost act like a mini launch for certain times of the year. You can offer bonuses that will disappear uh, at certain times. However, the product can still continue to be open and a part of your funnel. Uh, that's the other thing. You can put this into your funnel and understand in real time how it's working for you. Um, the disadvantage of going the other way with opening and closing is that, well, you can only test this when it's open. Here, you're always testing and you can incorporate uh, incorporate it into your funnel, into your email sequences, and you can tweak and move things along and see day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week what's working and what's not. So after all this, what is the best way to go? Well, for me personally in my own courses, for example, the course that's launching at smartfromscratch.com, it was initially launched with an open close sequence. And that was for a certain number of people who were going to get access to it early so that I could work with them as sort of early founding students, as beta group, as a beta group to help me make the course even better before I go publicly and open it for good. So when it comes out again in the future, it will likely be, and I still haven't 
really made a final decision because I keep going back and forth. So I'm right there with you, Paul, in terms of, well, what's best? And really, the only way to know is to try it one way, see what happens, and then try it another way. And I feel like opening it the first time is a great way to do it uh, with, with the clothes and the scarcity and the, the limitations on the number of students. That way, you can make your course uh, as fine-tuned as possible and then make a decision on the second round whether or not you want it open for good or maybe you after the first time, realize that you can open it for good because you want to uh, have uh, classes go through it together. And so, you know, larger chunks of students going through it at the same time, as opposed to just trickles of students every single day. Um, that's the other advantage of going through it in open, closed fashion, is that you'd be able to group that uh, group of students together into uh, a sequence that were, where they're all kind of going through it together as a community. Uh, whereas people who are trickling in, they might not necessarily feel like they have a class, uh, but maybe that they're more on their own. So make sure that even if you go with the always open feature that you want to uh, allow them to become a part of a community if possible, because that's really what's going to help them get uh, stuck into your program and want to stick around with you even more. Uh, so thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate you. Thank you for the question. And for all of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, please Head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Now, as always, I love to finish with a quote. And today's quote comes from William James. And his quote is, be willing to have it so. Acceptance of what has happened is the first step to overcoming the consequences of any misfortune. Thanks, guys. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.